Welcome to YXE, a hyper-local mascot cast that's living the Crentacy. All right, shall we dig in? Let's dig in. So welcome to this week's episode. There's been a bit of a, a bit of a hiatus, but we're back. We're back. Um, Who knows how long we'll be here for, so get it while the getting's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we could introduce ourselves again. I'm Sarah. I'm Stephanie. Today's mystery is so beloved by Sarah that we've been forbidden to touch it up until this point. It's true. Fear of failure has kept me from uh, approaching my most beloved topic. Drum roll, drum roll. Cran, the Miwasan Valley mascot. If you're like me, you're like, who? But if you were ever in Sarah's presence, let me tell you, she's got a plethora of um, swag. Mental and physical swag about Cran. Cran is a cranberry. Cran's full name is Cranberry Cran. And uh, Cran looks like a big cranberry with a little, he's a red ball with hands and legs and feet and a little green stem and big adorable eyes. And uh, yeah, he's a cranberry. And I keep saying he, but actually I guess Cran doesn't exist on the gender binary, but like years of patriarchal conditioning has taught me that like if a mascot doesn't have big eyelashes, it's a man. So I'll probably accidentally call Cran he, but I believe that Cran is a, Cran's just Cran. You know, the description and it just sort of is like the ilk of the California raisins. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cran's like a big, smooth, red California raisin. Yeah. And sometimes he's got in the old, so well, I'll get into this, but the old Cran mascot has sort of got one finger up, like a little bit of a pedantic finger, like he's kind of explaining something to you. I love my mascots pedantic. What do you know about Cran? Nothing at all about Cran. And again, not growing up in Saskatoon, I feel excuses me of that, maybe. Was Cran of our generation or a later? This is one of the reasons why, for me, Cran constitutes a mystery because I don't know the answers to these questions. I know that Cran has been around, I believe Cran has been around at least since the 80s. When I look at some of the old promotional material that I've seen, it seems very 80s. If I had to guess, I would say Cran is probably around since the 80s. But I've, I've seen Cran sort of my whole life. And recently, Cran has had a revamp. So three or four years ago, like Cran sort of disappeared. Cran was off the radar for a while. And then, yeah, I started seeing on Instagram. So we've like jumped forward to the Instagram era, a new Cran with bigger eyes, like arguably cuter eyes, and sort of out about out and about, out on the town, um, at the skating rink, doing things around. There's a new Cran costume, I guess. I don't like thinking of it as a costume because I like to imagine that Cran is real. But there's a new Cran. A new Cran about town. Yeah, so obviously someone somewhere is like into Cran too, but I don't know. I don't see Cran around as much as I would like online or in person. Uh, Cran version zero is a little more oval, like um, like why it's like it's a taller Cran, so it's like a little bit more oblate <laughs> and new cran is perfectly round new cran you can tell new cran by um big eyes like it's big sort of eyes that read is very cute uh, old cran's eyes are like squished right in the middle of old cran's face <laughs> i would like to um brag to you about all the cran paraphernalia that's currently laid out before me if i may can i tell you all the cran stuff that i have yes please Okay, so over the years, um, friends who have known about my love of Cran, every once in a while, someone will like drop me a new Cran item. And it's just like so heartwarming and I love it so much. So what I have in front of me, I have a Cran toque. I have a Cran notepad. I have a Cran mug. I have a Cran t-shirt and possibly the prized possession, <laughs> a, a Cran temporary tattoo. I have to admit that not all of these Cran items are like official Cran merch. Well, that was going to be my question is what's vintage Cran and what is a knockoff Cran? Okay, so vintage Cran includes the Miwasan toque with Cran on it. 
Uh, also, the temporary tattoo, believe it or not, is like a real crayon item. There's also, I couldn't find it um, before we started recording, but there's also a brochure called The Waiter's Guide to the South Saskatchewan River, published in the 80s, where basically Cran teaches children how to safely wade in the river, which I do not believe would get published today. Because <laughs> I think Cran's, new Cran's line of thinking would be that there is no safe way for children to wade in the river. Right. But in the 80s, anything went. The notepad that says from the desk of Cranberry Cran, the mug with Cran on it, and the shirt were lovingly bootlegged for me by my partner, Jeff. So if anyone from the MVA is listening, this is all crayon items for personal use. I'm not like selling, I'm not profiting off of these crayon images. <laughs> Don't come for me. This Don't come for own. Sarah, come for Jeff. This is my personal stash of, of crayon goods. And, and here's the thing, if you're not going to give the people what they want, like I would love to buy, I would love to buy official crayon merch, but I can't. So I've had to take matters into my own hands. Well then. So yeah, needless to say, I, I like Fran a lot. Well, um, other than why does Sarah love Fran so much, is there more of a mystery here? What's the mystery? The mystery, okay. I have so many questions about Fran. The biggest question is, where is Fran? The Mewasan Valley Authority has this amazing mascot They've bothered to give the mascot like a second life. And I see some Instagram posts here and there. Where is Cran? Why isn't Cran everywhere? Hashtag free Cran. Where is Cran? Another question, of course, is what's the origins of Cran? When was Cran born? And whence did Cran come? So origins, life, and current whereabouts. And possibly the most important mystery is there more Cran stuff that I personally can have? <laughs> I want more stuff. This is not a personally motivated topic for this podcast at all. Not at all. To me, the most obvious choice of a mascot is not a cranberry at all, but yes. the Saskatoon berry. And yes. I guess that's what trouble that's what troubles me. Mm-hmm. Whose mm-hmm. decision was this? Because you can't the low-hanging fruit in this mascot selection would have been my assumption is anyway, the Saskatoon berry. Mm-hmm. Somebody somewhere had a conversation and they made this decision to choose yeah. the cranberry over the Saskatoon berry, which I want to know why. In fact, on the, um, the berry barn, we're, if you're familiar with the berry barn, um, like a you pick berry outfit outside of Saskatoon, they have a mascot or a logo on their board, like as you approach the property, that looks kind of like Cran, but it's a Saskatoon berry. And it's like a blue crayon. So maybe oh. there was some kind of, maybe it was like a copyright issue. Maybe they yeah. got there first or maybe they're, they're siblings. But yeah, why crayon? Why is it a cranberry? Why cranberry crayon? Why not Saskatoon berry sask? Maybe the reason was crayon isn't the mascot for Saskatoon. Cran is the mascot for the Miwasan Valley. Yeah. So maybe the Miwasan Valley is more rife with cranberries. Well, I'm feeling very defensive now. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Defensive Cran. <laughs> is it time for if we had to guess? I think we're there. Sarah, if you had to guess, where is Cran? Origins um, of Cran? Life of Cran? Small questions. What would you guess the answers to? Okay, for me, where is Cran? And as I mentioned, I don't like to think of Cran as a person in a costume, so I don't, I can't go too far down this path, or else that's what happens. Um, but I think, I think Cran lives in the Miwasan Valley Authority building. Where, where do you think Cran is? Okay, here's my theory. There was a sort of engineering egg uh, style rivalry between the Berry Barn mascot, the Saskatoon Berry, Saskatoon Berry Sask, and Cranberry Cran, and in an egg bag drag style kidnapping. Cran was kidnapped by Saskatoon Berry Sask supporters, never to be seen or heard from again. So you think Cran is out of the Berry Barn? Cran's definitely on the Berry Barn grounds. <laughs> I hope he's still with us. Possibly the, re- the reasoning behind the reinvention. Yeah, yeah, Cran yeah. 2.0. As for the bigger question of where's Cran and why isn't Cran just everywhere, like why don't they make a huge thing out of Cran in the city? I can't even hazard a guess. 
it seems stupid to me. It does seem funny to go to all the trouble of inventing this mascot and then never using it. Yeah, especially such a delightful mascot. And like I said, there's like the occasional Instagram post when they first made the new Cran mascot, but not, not these days. And I scour the internet daily for new Cran content that's not there. If I had to guess when Cran was born and when Cran is from, I, I will say I do think I do think the early 80s would be my guess. I think having having a sort of um, teachery berry, um, there's something early 1980s of it. There's something Captain Planet and the Planeteers. There's something Save the Whales. There's something like those weird publications you used to see at the Safeway when you were checking out, like made for kids. There's something environmentalism for kids as it existed in the 80s about Cran. Yes, I would say the same, rolling off of the popularity of the California raisins. I'm like, we got something like this. And I guess if, if I had to guess, is there more Cran stuff that I can have? I gotta say, yes. My guess is yes, there is more stuff. Uh, we just need to find out where. And ask for it. Maybe if, if we could just get you to both start by just introducing yourselves briefly and, and who you are and what you do and anything else that you'd like to share. So my name is Amber Burton and I'm an interpreter with Niwasan Valley Authority. Currently, um, I'm based out of the Beaver Conservation Area, but we work all across the Miwasan Valley. Um, and I think before I start, I just wanted to acknowledge that uh, we... We are on Treaty 6 territory and it is the homeland of the Métis and the traditional trade and hunting territories of the Dakota as well. So it's important for us to acknowledge that just as an urban-based conservation organization um, and with the stewardship work that we do, um, telling those stories is very important. So just want to just start out with that. Erica? Uh, my name is Erica Meyer and I am an interpreter with, a, with me, Watson at Beaver Creek Conservation Area as well. So we mostly do educational programming, but lots of other public events and tourism and stuff as well. So excited to be here. Thanks for having us. So just so listeners know, this wasn't necessarily like a straight shot uh, to me, Watson. We, we were actually unsure we were going to uh, be able to get anybody uh, to talk about Cran, we were told that not a lot of institutional memory of Cran was left. Um, so thank you both for your efforts. This information that's so near and dear to Sarah's heart. <laughs> Are you a big Cran fan, Sarah? Okay, so yes, I'm a huge Cran fan. Um, <laughs> my partner made me a shirt that says Cran Fan 3000. It has a picture of Cran on it. Like I'm a, I'm a a well-known Cran fan. Whoa. I'm drinking out of this Cran cup. <laughs> Whoa! That's oh my um, swag. I so here's here's <laughs> we'll get to a point where we'll we'll probably want to discuss the swag for sure. But I do need to tell you that I I am this is a bootleg Cran swag um, <laughs> that has been created for me as a gift. Um, so yes, we've got Still all kinds counts. of. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's true. I am a huge. I am a huge Cran um, enthusiast and booster. And yeah, so this is like super, super, really exciting for me. Like I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a dream for awesome. you to to learn about the origins of Cran. It really is. Yeah. And and as Steph said, like it's been. Yeah, it's like there's not a ton of Cran information out there. <laughs> and in our in our intro, we kind of talked about some ways that we've tried to like investigate Cran and and things, you know, trying to Google Cran, even trying to find images of Cran before the sort of more recent um, mm -hmm. like new Cran's debut, <laughs> which we also have questions about. I don't want to get too too ahead of myself. But we were talking a little bit before we hit record about the process uh, that you two have gone through to kind of access this information maybe you want to maybe we start there sure yeah i think we we had a lot of cran related puns um and we kind of titled this document it's still titled this called the great cran investigation you know because i think it's really fun and i think similarly sarah i think that cran speaks to a lot of folks and i think there is some like this sort of spirit of cran that we really wanted to find out about and i think not actually looking into this in the past, I think it was fun just to kind of see that or origin and why Cran came into being. 
Um, I mean, Crown's been around for a long time. We'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, it started out just sort of sleuthing a bit. And I think there's some really awesome like retro archival information that I think we hope to maybe potentially, who knows, down the line, maybe Crown can have some cameos and some future future videos that we do um, for education experience programming that we do. I think it's really invigorated some of our creativity too, but I'll let Erica speak to some of it because she definitely did some legwork and some some sleuthing and some archives this past weekend, which is always a fun experience. So I'm hearing that yeah, YMC so has a hand in reinvigorating Cran and I just want to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bravo. Yeah. We'll credit think, you um... <laughs> in the fine print. Thanks to YXC. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely trying to find information on Cran was a little bit challenging at times, just because I think like when Miwasan um, started, when, was, when Cran was introduced, there was um, a lot of like older kind of analog versions of, of files and videos and audio that we had that unfortunately are like just kind of hard to digitize and whatnot. So trying to find some of that stuff was a little bit challenging, but it was super fun. Like I really felt like I was a detective or something trying to follow any leads I had. So thank you for inspiring us to do this because uh -huh. it, was, it was awesome. But I think what we started with was just any little thing that we could remember of Cran, we would just kind of go down that rabbit hole as far as we could. And so I think one of the first things we started with was a newspaper article that our manager sent to us. And it was talking about when Cran was introduced as a mascot in 1982. And so um, there was uh, kind of like a public programs person who was working at Miwasan at the time. And she kind of was interviewed in this article talking about a contest that happened with high school students in the early 80s to try and get um, mascot suggestions for Miwasan. And so there was a grade 12 student by the name of well, so the article is actually kind of like scanned at an angle. So I'm pretty sure that this person's name is Darren Remenda. So the first name is what I think is their name, but could be wrong. Um, and so they suggested the cran, like a high bush cranberry, which is a native species to the Miwasan River Valley. And um, yeah, and then there was an advisory committee, a judging committee made up of a few different um, people. So there was some artists, Audrey Piper and Ray. Ray Thiel, um, Bob Diltz and Max Abraham, who are environmental educators, and Al McKay, who I believe was a curator at the Mendel Art Gallery at the time. They chose Cran based on, I think, Darren Remenda's uh, submission and just kind of stuck for the next, I guess, 40 years. <laughs> Funny story about Darren, though. So I was just trying <laughs> to find any info. I was like, I, I got to talk to this person. So I was searching Darren Remendez on LinkedIn and I, I contacted this person. And I was like, Hey, this is really out of the blue, but any chance that you're the person <laughs> who submitted Cran as an idea? And he commented back to me just a couple of days ago and was like, I'm really honored that you thought that it was me, but I, there's actually another Darren Remenda who lives in Martinsville. So there might be a different <laughs> Darren out there who potentially Ooh. invented cran so that might be somewhere for you to investigate if you're interested <laughs> oh yeah so darren, so darren ramenda in martinsville are you is it your idea yeah are you or listening are you darren for are you listening <laughs> darren? are you Give hearing us, us darren <laughs> answer the call <laughs> oh my god well first of all thank you for your pi work second of all do you know if any of the recommendations uh for the mascot was Saskatoon Berry Sask. Well, that's so funny you say that because I know when I first started at Me Wasson, um, I always thought, you know, Cran, Cran, it's such, I think even internally people sometimes when they first start don't know that Cran is a cranberry. Um, I'll, so when I was doing my sleuth work, I actually had messaged um, an, a previous senior interpreter at Me Wasson to get some institutional um like to shine a light on this, you know? And so he wrote me this really funny text that I just want to read you because I think it's just sort of sums up just generally what people think when they see Cran. And so Andrew messaged me and he said, I do not know Cran's origin story, but Cran did suffer from an identity complex as everyone thought it was an apple or tomato. And when told it's a cranberry, everyone asked, what's a cranberry? 
<laughs> you know, so I think it kind of, I think a lot of folks Chris. don't even know, <laughs> you know, and I think, I think that's sort of like for us was like, okay, so, you know, I don't think a lot of people think of a high bush cranberry, you know, when they think of cranberries, they think of like Thanksgiving dinner or, you know, like a big operation of growing cranberries. And we don't necessarily have that here. So I think leading into that, you know, this cranberry, high bush cranberry is, is a native species that you see that grows all along, you know, if you go along the trails down by the South Saskatchewan River in the city, if you go on the Austin trails, you see, especially right now in the wintertime. So those listeners out there, if you want to take a toodle, you'll spot the berries. All of Cran's relatives, his many relatives. Cran's family, you know? So, you know, say hello next time you're out on the, on the Miwasan Trail, you know? I feel like, I feel like we've already, you've spoken a little bit to our, our first question already, um, which was, when was Cran born? (laughs) Uh, Erica, it sounds like you said 82. Is that? Yeah. So I think that Cran was officially announced in January of 1982. Yeah, coming on 40 years old is Cran. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Cran and I are the same age, so not quite 40. <laughs> not quite, not quite. Forever <laughs> is Cran. Wow, and that's that's interesting because I, I remember the oldest piece of Cran paraphernalia that I have or have seen is from 84. And I was like, okay, so Cran's at least that old and definitely seemed like a, like a seventies or eighties, just in Cran's original styling and the types of, of materials I was seeing. And, but I also had no knowledge of actually like how old even the Miwasan Valley Authority is. Okay. So Cran has been around for, Cran was born when Steph was born. Same time, same day, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> um, Cran was the New Year's baby that year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is maybe a bit more of a, more of a question driven by my own feelings about Cran, less of an empirical question, but maybe more mining for your opinion. And that question is, where is Cran and why don't we see more of Cran? It's supposed to sound accusatory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know that Amber and I are, are big Cran fans as well. Um, I think that because, because Cran is such a social entity that at this time especially during covid you know cran really has to lay low and make sure that they're um because normally cran loves partying and going out to events like the skating party that muasin has but right now we're not really able to do stuff like that so so cran is uh making sure to stay isolated at home and we also heard that it might be really challenging for cran to find a mask that comfortably fits on cran's <laughs> face so it's a bit of an unusual size because i i believe a cran is four feet in diameter so <laughs> um it's a little challenging for cran to get out there and just make sure that they're being safe too um so that's one of the reasons right now why we don't see more of cran but definitely um in the future, uh, like skating parties and different Miwasan events is probably the best place to see Cran. And if Cran is, is yeah. qu- quarantining, qu- Cran, quarantining, quarantining, it doesn't work. <laughs> edit that out. If Cran <laughs> is quarantining at home, um, can we ask, I know you don't, maybe, maybe it's a like privacy disclosure issue, but where, where does Cran live? Where's Cran's home? Cran lives um, underneath the stairs. It's like <laughs> Harry Potter. You know, there's a space for Cran um, where Cran gets a lots of beauty sleep. Also focusing a lot on self-growth, you know, getting ready for the spring season. You know, we're all isolated, so they're learning lots about themselves. But yeah, at Miwasan, Cran, you know, is downstairs. They've got a space of their own. And I think that a uh, Cran and Pelly the Pelican. Um, actually, there's there's two generations of Pelly the Pelican, and I believe they all hang out together in the basement. And they have a really nice kind of um, cozy carpeted room that they are all in. I saw them just the other day. <laughs> They're doing well. <laughs> um, but also, I think Cran's been doing a lot of work uh, as a as a steward of the River Valley, like Miwasan. Um, you know, getting caught up on some birding skills, you know, taking up some of those hobbies, learning how to do some uh, plant identification, learning about all the other plants that you make our, our river valley vibrant and healthy. And so, you know, iNaturalist and eBirds are a couple of apps that I think Cran's like learning about, you know, get better at identifying some of those potential birds that want to snack, you know, late in the winter season when there aren't a lot of food left. I think Cran can, it's a little bit nervous. I mean, Pelly, not so much because Pelly eats fish and whatnot, but there's some other birds out there and other ant wildlife that I think Cran can get a little nervous around. But uh, 
So I'm absolutely thrilled because I recently, during COVID, started birding and trying to get into birding a little bit. So I've got eBird on my phone. I've got Merlin on my phone. I'm identifying those nice. birds. And I can't believe that I have the same interests as Cran. And I'm super pumped. <laughs> I can believe. Kindred spirits. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I've, got a, I've got a question about Pelly. Point of clarification is, and I, I hope we can understand why I might be confused, is Pelly the same, is Pelly the Pelican the same mascot as PJ the Pelican from the public library? Or are these two Pelicans? Mm, interesting. Ooh. Or are you aware of PJ the Pelican? I currently am not aware of PJ yeah, the I did. Pelican. Maybe but... I made PJ up. I don't think I did, <laughs> but I may have. Are we all quickly Googling PJ the Pelican Saskatoon <laughs> yes. Library? Good, yes, good. <laughs> Maybe PJ can, you know, we can welcome PJ in to the fold. But does Cran have space for another pelican yeah. in Cran's life? It's hard to say. There are already two, so there's two. third might be a little too many. But... <laughs> so there's two Pellies? Yes. So there's, there's two, a... two Pellies and potentially one PJ, is what we're yes. saying. Yeah. We really need new ideas for mascots, folks. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um so yeah there's there's two pellies one is a little more um maybe a little more youthful than the other he looks a little more spry mm -hmm. um but they all tend to come out at parades and um or skating events um yeah different events kind of like around the, the river valley and different um festivals and things like that but the newer pelly to be honest i'm not sure when when that when that pelican was born yeah i know that he's got a special hat that he wears for skating parties when it's cold Ooh. a nice toque so that's and i believe that cran also has a mewasan branded hat as well so they like to be dressed up and decked out in their mewasan gear we had a skating party at one point where we had both cran and a couple of the pelicans there and and I think, you know, it's just great to see them. And, and I just definitely think that one of the pelicans just kind of looks like the grandpappy pelican, you know, where it's been around for a while, been on some adventures together, you know. He knows and some things. He knows he's wise. He's flown around and seen, seen their fair share of things in the ecosystem going down, you know, so. Hearing you mention two pelicans, and Steph, please, please interject if I'm over over asking questions oh, go ahead, <laughs> okay. go ahead. um but hearing you mention the two pelicans reminds me of another question that we had um which is that we i'm i've always been aware that's not true but i am aware and we are aware that cran is sort of cran 2.0 at the moment there was an older style cran that was longer and taller with eyes right in the middle of the face and there's a newer cran that's maybe more a bit traditionally cute a little rounder um there's just a different there's there's a new cran and we're curious about the uh what triggered the redesign and you know perhaps where's old cran um i i think of it as sort of one it's one cran one love, one Cran. Um, but nonetheless, Cran, Cran has had a bit of a revamp in recent-ish years. And maybe you could speak a little bit to that. Um, yeah, so in terms of the redesign, I would I would assume that it was likely because um, I did find some receipts for uh, the new Cran for their revamp, <laughs> receipts for um, which, which happened in about 2016. So at that point, thinking about Cran would have been about between 30 and 35 years old and so because Cran was so active in the River Valley I'm sure that um the their their mascot costume saw a bit of love and maybe some wear and tear and also something too that Amber and I have talked a lot about is how mascots can really age <laughs> sort of poorly depending on how they're designed um and so in some of the like cran investigating that I was doing, I found some old VHS tapes of different Miwasan events from the 80s and 90s, and just looking for any any slight uh, image of cran that was all I wanted to see. And it's really interesting to see the comparison of how you know old cran looked just slightly different. And I think something else I noticed was that the mouth was really big, and I believe that's like a kind of like a, a window for 
um, whichever entity is embodying Cran to view out of. And the new redesign, I think, is like you like you said, is definitely more cute. And um, I also think that it's a little bit bigger than the old one. Yeah, I think one thing is Cran is a little bit more of a of a sturdier structure, like the new Scarlet. And also, Cran has a harder time just getting in and out of places. So with the new Cran. You know, Cran loves people. We've already established this. Like, Cran's got a lot of best friends, some buddies, lots of lots of animals in the ecosystem rely on Cran in the winter season. And part of that as well is someone's got to hang out with Cran to help Cran, you know, navigate Cran through doorways and things like that. Um, so, you know, that's kind of, we call it Cran's handler, you know? Cran's, but I prefer to call it, like, Crandler. The Crandler, you know? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, so... But uh, I think as well, like a desire to make it more uh, of a realistic design. So although it's cartoony, I think the the design of like the stem on it and whatnot is a bit more realistic than the older crayon style. The new stem's uh, real nice. It's a good stem. Yeah, it's a good stem. Hey, like yeah, it's nice. Solid. And it's very yeah. So you you got the receipt. Are you allowed to disclose the cost of the transformation? I think I think so. So another thing that I should mention too about the redesign was that I believe um, there's some added features in there to make Cran's life a little bit easier on hot days when they're out representing Mewasin. So um, one of the features in the new Cran is a cooling vest. So that was an added cost in the mascot costume. Um, and just just so folks out there know who, who actually, what company actually made Cran, it's Sugar's mascot and costumes in uh, Toronto, Ontario. But it looks like the co the price of, actually maybe you should all guess what you think the, <gasps> yes. the price of Cran was. Including the cooling vest? <laughs> this is, in, this is included. The grand total. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> oh, this is, this is fun. Um, so four feet by four feet plus cooling vest plus stem. Hmm, I'm gonna say $4,900. Maybe wait. I don't that's give you too expensive. It's so. too expensive. <laughs> In the spirit of the price is right, I'm going to say four thousand nine hundred and one dollars. All right. Okay. Well, um, I'll let you know that Cran, without the customized toque on shipping cost, was forty five hundred dollars. <gasps> there you won. Oh, so close. Yeah. <laughs> so much for my yeah. strategy. Wait, I'm so impressed with myself. I think it's because of my deep connection to Cran that I was being, that I was able to estimate this cost so well. Um, I'm also glad that I really didn't undervalue or overvalue Cran. There is something really important I want to mention about Cran's design, which is a really amazing part of Cran's origin. There's this old photo that was in my office downtown, and it was the, I'm just going to read it properly so I, I get it right. The Berry's Jam Band. It is a photo of Cran playing an electric guitar, and there's a, a strawberry playing a saxophone. There's a raspberry playing the drums, a blueberry playing the bass. And so I saw this photo, and I was like, I got to figure out who this illustrator is. And it happened, like, I think two summers ago when I was working out at Beaver Creek, and uh, this young guy came in and he was like, oh, my my grandpa invented Cran. He drew Cran for like the old videos and stuff. And I wrote down his name and I, for the life of me, I just could not find it. So I was like, did I lose this illustrator's name? So then I found this photo and I flipped over on the back and there's a, a note that's penciled on the back there that says, an original cartoon cell by Tom Grummet from Cran's Beaver Creek Adventure. And uh, if you don't know who Tom Grummet is, he is a really famous Canadian comic illustrator. That's I feel so like cool. it's definitely worthwhile for me for me to tell you a little bit about some of the stuff that Tom has worked on because he's done both DC and Marvel comics. He's a like a really famous Canadian comic artist and penciler. Wow. And uh, so he's best known for his work on like the new Titans, Adventures of Superman, Superboy, Power Company, Robin, New Thunderbolts. I don't know. If you look at his Wikipedia page, it's really impressive. Wow. So that's really an incredible part of the story. And so I, I also found, because for a little while I was like, maybe it's just a coincidence. Like, what are the chances that, that Tom Grummet would have actually illustrated Crayon? 
But then I found another, it's like a Miwasan book called Otter Tales. And this was, um, so there's poems and writings by Doug Portis, who's a, a guy who used to work at Miwasan. He was our interim CEO for a while as well. And the illustrations are by Tom Grummet. And so I found some, um, some things on the internet just about like connecting those two. So I'm quite certain that the Tom Grummet is the one who actually illustrated Cran from the start, which is just so cool. <laughs> what a gem of Oh, that's wonderful. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And it's also, it makes so much sense because Cran is so awesome and all the images of Cran are so awesome. And they do have so much, like Cran is a, Cran is a red circle with eyes and a stem and legs, but all of the illustrations I've ever seen of Cran, they have so much character and they, they convey just like such a little personality in this red, red blob of a berry. So the fact yeah. that it was done by someone with a, you know, a unique and amazing talent for this, it's like, it actually really fits. Wow. Well, and I know the uh, cartoon drawing that Erica's talking about and it's awesome. I know we were looking at old videos and we haven't seen it, but there's this 80s video of Cran out at Beaver Creek teaching kids about tracks and how to measure tracks. And I think that there's just something so intriguing with mascots and having it family friendly that I think just really resonates um, this character over time. And so it just makes sense that their origins is from this place that Erica found. So it's cool to to see that maybe Cran started the whole process. Maybe Cran got <laughs> got him onto the track to Marvel Studios, you know? I think he can thank Cran for his entire career. I totally agree. Like <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, speaking of that that Beaver Creek video that you mentioned, Amber, mm-hmm. um, so there's a VHS copy of it and it's almost like this like lore that we heard from other Mm -hmm. staff members like we have to watch this video because we're staff at beaver creek we need to watch it and so when i was doing some crown investigating went down there i found i found a vcr and an empty tape uh like container and it was the the crown beaver creek video and i was like oh my god i found the video Mm -hmm. and then when i was trying to get the tape out of the vcr it was actually jammed in there so now i've taken it upon myself because it's the only copy i've found of this video to somehow take apart the vcr so that i can get the tape out of there and digitize it so that it's preserved because it's too important to me mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't let it go i can't i don't know i was really worried that even just the hearing the sound you know when a when a cassette it's been a long time since i've heard a vhs tape gets stuck mm-hmm. in a vcr but you know when it's causing damage and I just, I couldn't let that happen. Yeah, you need to perform life-saving surgery to get that Yeah, saved. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Jaws of life. <laughs> <laughs> we have to save grad. I want to hear more about this uh, kind of like you, you say, there's like lore shared between interpreters and other staff about cran like there's this man there's this cran video out there everyone's got to see see this cran video like what what else are you guys sharing other nuggets of cran around the office oh man there is definitely some good stuff down there um so amber and i were talking about this like the amount of students that would have been introduced Mm -hmm. to cran between the 80s to like even now but yeah, definitely like early 2000s mm-hmm. when there was um, Muawson educates that were sent out to teachers. And so inside there, there would be like a whole bunch of information about um, walking tours and Saskatoon history. And it's kind of all presented by Cran. It's like Cran is, is like, or Cran sort of was like a bit of the face for some of the educational programming. And so just thinking about some of the videos that were sent around or like even just things that would have been tacked up onto people's like bulletin boards. Um, it's really interesting to think of the amount of people that I'm, I know, know about Cran, you know, that like everybody knows Cran. <laughs> um, one of the videos that sat or Cran Saskatoon adventure is a video sort of about Cran exploring Saskatoon with one of their best friends, Wendy. And, uh, it's really, it's really incredible. There's lots of cool footage in there and the old, um, the old mascot version of Cran, you'll see the slightly older version in that video. Cran is voiced in that video by um, a former, I, well, I'm not sure if it's former or current, someone would have to confirm this for me, but a drama professor at the University of Saskatchewan by the name of Henry Wolf. I believe there's a really, you'll love, you'll love Cran's voice in that video when you have a chance to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the video that, Oh, go ahead, Steph. 
Yeah, that was actually going to be one of my questions was about the narration because you're talking about these videos of Cran taking people on tours of, mm-hmm. so they used a voiceover, obviously, voiceover actor. Yeah. Um, I, I actually had two, two questions. One was, is this the video that you've sent me? Is this yes. the one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. we should, maybe we should give it a listen right away. Um, but my <laughs> other question was, you mentioned the sort of educational materials and, and things like that. One of the things that I've come across in my, in my own CRAN investigations, um, which we mentioned in our introduction is there was this pamphlet called a waiter's guide to the South Saskatchewan river in which CRAN is poking around with a walking stick, like teaching children how to wade safely in the river. And I'm curious if new CRAN would say that there's any way to wade safely in the river or if new CRAN, (laughs) old CRAN was more harm reduction. Like how can we help the kids do it safely? And is new CRAN more abolitionist? Like don't wade in the river at all, kids. What's new CRAN's stance on wading in the river? I think CRAN did a lot of work as well. Uh, just knowledge about um, healthy aquatic ecosystems. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, at the creek, for example, how to do pond dipping, how to how to steward our water sources and, and our, our South Saskatchewan River. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's important for us to to be safer on the river. And I think New Cran would would definitely suggest that you stay on the trails and and if you're going to be doing any waiting in, in the water, definitely if an interpreter or a public program would be the place to be. And who knows, you know, Cran, give Cran a call. Maybe Cran can, can do one for you. But I think we also kind of found an older older copy of that. And I think there's some definite information, too, about Cran getting involved with teaching about sort of the critters you can find when you do pond dipping and sort of some things to look for. Yeah, I definitely think water safety is what Miwasan wants to promote. And I think Cran definitely times change, you know, like Cran used to be able to roller skate. You'll see in the in the video we send you Cran roller skating all over the place. I don't know if Cran's a spry anymore, but, you know, should we should we take a gander at this thing? I should we watch wait. the first five minutes? Can one of you set it up for us? Like, just tell us, you know, again, the title and how you found it and what some of the oh, context sorry, it started playing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Are you so happy? <laughs> Crown is much saggier than I expected. <laughs> yeah, it makes the it makes the the re uh, the renewal of Crown seem a little more appropriate when you when you see the Oh, this is so wonderful. Okay, allow me to share my screen and then you'll have to tell me if you can hear the um the audio. So this video is called Cran Saskatoon Adventure, and uh, it's all about Cran with their friend Wendy exploring the Miwasan River Valley and some of the history and cool things to explore there. And so this would have been um, distributed in the Miwasan Valley Educates um, probably between the, I'm guessing the mid-90s to mid-2000s. Can you hear it? Did you hear Cran saying, hello, I'm Cran? No. No. Let's try this. I'm just, I've taken my headphones out. Oh, yeah. You can hear it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. sound like I thought they would. For our listeners, Cran is currently flying over Saskatoon. There's some really green screen action in this video. <laughs> Cran's getting a history lesson from a disembodied voice. <laughs> the contrast of Cran's voice and the Cran's holding a handsaw. This is, whoa, the pictures of the bridge being built. I like that Cran's always walking, no matter if he's moving or not. <laughs> Look at that sweet water bottle he's got with, like, <laughs> such a long straw. Long. Cran is running. Cran is staying hydrated on a run around the trail. He's flying again. He's flying. Well, why run? Why run when you can fly? Exactly. You know? Oh, Cran's at the Mar residence. That's incredible. Oh, I can't wait to watch <laughs> the rest. Um... 
I love, yeah. Crayon looks so soft, so pliable. Really not what I, really not what I expected. And rollerblades. Yeah, right? I was kind of shocked when I saw that because I hadn't seen this video before. Yeah, like, where is Definitely. Crayon's center of gravity? Like, yeah. is he able to roller skate? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's a very impressive. Yeah, it's like if your center of gravity was in your skull, sort of, basically. Yeah. It's just a head on legs. Is there is there just like a stash of crayon stuff at at Miwasan or or is it sort of distributed? Is there crayon swag? More specifically, is there crayon swag that I can have? I think there's a little bit of crayon in all of us, Sarah. <laughs> Some more than others. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, like I think that Amber and I did our very best to compile a lot of crayon stuff. There's definitely a lot of of um like documents and whatnot that was used for uh, distributing to teachers um but in terms of crayon swag that stuff is far and few between and i know i've got an old miwasan ball cap with crayon on it from valley village that a friend actually picked up for me so that stuff is very valuable i think if you if anyone listening out there has any crayon old crayon merch you gotta let us know <laughs> I think for me, Watson's 30, yes, there were some crayon tattoos that oh, yes. were given out. I've yeah, got so. one. I've got nice. one. A friend, like you said, Erica, a friend uh, came across it sort of out in the wild and uh, <laughs> snatched it up and was like, Sarah needs this. Which wow, I did, you, did you put it on and then go to the tattoo parlor and say, like, just permanently <laughs> tattoo over this? <laughs> I haven't used it yet, but I think in our intro, I declared that if I ever get married, I will wear it on my wedding day. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I that's like the, I feel like the moment will reveal itself to me when it's time. I was just gonna say I feel like you all started off as like Cran PIs, but you're like now the Cran historians. Like you are the <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'll put in my title, interpreter Cran historian. And it's <laughs> it's well earned, well earned. Amber Burton C E Cran expert. <laughs> I feel like if you also if you look at some archives too, like Cran also took took a role in doing some nature notes like there was a column in the newspaper for a while um and we used to have a, a beaver named chip that used to write sort of a you know young people would write in for a question about something it could be something around certain wildlife within the river valley and there is a piece that i found in an archive that re that said that cran took over for a little while so that chip could have a holiday so that was like kind of interesting to see cran take over and so it's just kind of cool to see sort of that passing off um between just mascots it sounds like cran is someone that friends can count on is what it sounds like to me cran write this article okay cran's a total pushover literally probably really easy to push cran over very top heavy yeah yeah i don't I know so. it looked, looked pretty spry looked pretty spry on those yeah. rollerblades yeah it is a funny thing to note is that new cran um needs to be um transported with a minivan with all the seats out in the back <laughs> these crowns are quite large so um they need a lot of room so i think that's why it's extra important to have a a crandler a crown handler now mm -hmm. more than ever could the being the crown handler sounds like the greatest honor to me <laughs> yeah. and i'm just saying if you're ever taking applications for a new crown handler you know my email address <laughs> I, I really think that could be arranged <laughs> like very easily. You've answered so many questions and more. One of our, our final questions was, we're curious what the future holds for CRAN and if there are any CRAN plans. I don't know. Any, any, any CRAN plans for the future? Well, I think I'm going to start by trying to safely remove that VHS from the VCR. So <laughs> I'm taking that upon myself. Um, but Amber and I are definitely interested in, I know we've got some um, kind of interpretive videos on the horizon and we're trying to sneak Cran in in any capacity that we can. So long live Cran. We're, uh, we're definitely down for Cran to make many, many more appearance, appearances when it's safe to do so. But I can almost guarantee that um, when it's safe for there to be big skating parties again at the rink that's down by the Besbro, New Austin's rink, um, you will definitely 
definitely see cran there. We didn't get the chance to use the word cranicdotes. Do you have any funny cranicdotes? I do, actually. Um, I have two more things that I'd like to mention. One is a cranicdote, and the other is just like how I think the symbolism of a highbush cranberry is such an excellent mascot for Mewasin. So I'll start with that one. Um, the reason why I think that cran is such an amazing, or was such an amazing suggestion for um me Watson's mascot is because like Amber was saying before the highbush cranberry is very easily identifiable in winter but also in like all other seasons so right now in the winter time it's just like a bright red berry then not a lot of animals want to eat them this time of year in the fall they're one of the first leaves to fully turn red and in the spring and summer they have these really big white um like false flowers on the plant that brings in pollinators. So it's like always very easy to identify this um, this shrub that grows in like the river valleys and creek valleys. And so it's just like a very important native species to the river valley, which is something that's really, I think it just like ties home to what Miwasin is all about, which is trying to make sure that the habitat is totally protected and also accessible for humans to be able to explore that and I think education is a really big part of that so I just I really think that crown is the embodiment of the best mascot you could have for me Lawson in my opinion <laughs> as for my my cranicdote um so I think I mentioned earlier on that there was lots of like older versions or like analog versions of of different things that I found and we have quite a few old slide photos in the in the, our storage um, rooms in the basement at our at the Miwasan Valley office, and I was just kind of like looking through to see if I could find anything with crayon because it's pretty easy to like look pretty quickly and see a big red blob, and you know that that's crayon. <laughs> And so I found um, just some old photos of, of Cran at different events. Like it looked like Cran was doing classroom visits and also maybe like visiting with with kids and families and stuff. And then I also found a VHS tape of a pie eating contest from the early 80s. And Cran was in the back and all of the, <laughs> the contestants were like blades and hilltops athletes. And Cran was in the back just like <laughs> cheering them on. So it's really cute to just think of, of Cran being a just a hyping everybody up in this contest. So <laughs> Cran is is really everybody's best friend. <laughs> Thank you two so much. Um, oh yes, honestly, you are truly Amber and Erica, truly historians, Cran experts. <laughs> Sarah, what do you how are you feeling, Sarah? I wanna know how Sarah's feeling now. I am feeling one hundred percent fulfilled. I would say amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, this is more, it's more, I learned more about Cran than I ever could have hoped. I feel like there's even more things to look like. I cannot wait to watch the rest of that video. And I like, this is what, this is what I've wanted for so long because I feel like it's so hard to find when you have an interest in Cran, it's hard to get, it's hard to get the Cran goods that you need because Cran is not like now Cran is more on Instagram. I like that sometimes like on the Miwasan Valley Instagram, like there'll be an appearance of Cran. But when all you've got is scrolling back through old Miwasan posts to see your images of Cran, it's like, it's not enough. So I feel like, I feel like now I have more resources that I can go to when I need that Cran injection in my life. Cran injection. I can watch, I can watch this video. This is so awesome. And I, and it's so nice to know another thing that makes me feel really good is I think one of the things that I've felt, and maybe you've felt too, Steph, is like, Cran is sort of such a treasure, but we kind of wondered, is Cran sort of languishing? Will Cran get kind of swept away with time and no one will remember? Or, you know, like, will that kind of institutional memory be lost and Cran won't be as big of a deal as we would like them to be? <laughs> um, but it's so, it's nice to know that there's folks on the inside uh, who care about Cran and uh, are working from within to to help them thrive <laughs> you're welcome uh but yeah thank you so much for for uh instigating this because i think it was super fun for amber and i to explore and also obviously we have um i just there's a little bit more importance for both of us to make sure that cran is preserved so yeah thank you yeah thanks for having us sarah and stuff and i think i didn't know that you were such a fan sarah so that was a delight <laughs> I definitely am excited to, I have yet to um, embody Cran, so I feel like that will be in my future. Yeah, that's that's on my bucket list now, so. Who gets to embody Cran? Is is there like a lottery system? Um, I think that it's often on a volunteer basis. I volunteer. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. Um, no, that's okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's usually on a volunteer basis. And sometimes the, I would say that the request for needing a, a volunteer can be a little bit short notice. So that might deter some people from getting mentally prepared to become cranberry because, you know, they're really big shoes to fill. Um, so you just want to make sure that you're ready to go. It's a lot of responsibility. Some big rollerblades to fill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Cran does have big <laughs> shoes. Like, they're pretty large. Like, so are, are the shoes like walk. affixed to Cran, or does Cran put on the shoes when Cran is? Like, so, are they separate shoes? Or are they part I think of they're Cran? They're separate. Yeah. I've, I I've worn it. the, I've uh, had the amazing opportunity to embody Pelly. Mm. And there's like a pair of, it's like a, a pair of pants you put on, and then you put the shoes on, and the shoes are like, they're big. They're, they're very big. Like you have to almost like you're wearing snowshoes. Like you have to walk with your feet a little bit wider apart. And then it's kind of like a big vest you put on <laughs> over top of yourself. And there's sometimes, I think Amber, you helped me dress once. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a, there's like, there was a big headpiece and then the wings and the arms around. And then you did be up in the back. Um, but once you're in that suit, like you got to make sure that you've gone to the bathroom. You're not hungry. You don't need any water because you're, it's really a process to get in or out of that, those uh, costumes. <laughs> no kidding. I also love, yeah. I love the way that you both frame it when you're talking about it as embodying Cran rather than the just callous wearing the Cran costume, which we all know it's not a costume. <laughs> it's a crayon. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so good. I am I blown away. I'm absolutely blown away. My god. Well, Sarah, I feel like you finally met uh Cran enthusiasts to match your love and knowledge and deep 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 appreciation (laughs) (laughs) i was like what word is she gonna say after deep (laughs) is it gonna be a bit of a burn erica and amber were exactly what you said they were so enthusiastic and they were so um i thought that if we found someone to talk about cran with it they would be willing but maybe not like super pumped to do the work and and uh talk to us about it so i too anticipated more of a boring institutional history and we got none of that we got all the fun all the juicy cran bits all the all the cranberry juice it was really that was so fantastic thank you so much to those two okay so our first big question that we had way back when when we set out to solve this mystery was where's cran do we feel like that mystery is solved? It look, it was solved in the in... <laughs> look, Sarah. I was gonna say something that was just all positive, but I'm gonna lay it all out here for for everyone and say, get we real. Got a, we got a really good understanding, uh, understanding of where Cran's current location uh, under the stairs. Good, <laughs> good understanding of Cran's, yeah, exactly. Current location under the stairs, huddled up with another mascot or two. But we did not still get a good answer about why we don't just see more of Cran. That's true. We got a lot of big promises about seeing Cran in the future, uh, post-pandemic, maybe during the spring. But I feel like we didn't get a full and honest accounting of of why we don't see more of Cran. Although they did say that Cran... <laughs> I'm glad that this little tidbit was was accurate. They did say that Cran was hard to fit in the car. And I was very pleased to learn that Cran has his own van. So maybe we can infer that some of the reason we don't see Cran more often, aside from just right now, I didn't, I never even occurred to me, like the pandemic context, of course, as well, that, you know, yes. if you, if you send a Cran out into the world, people are going to flock closer than six feet to Cran to each other. And it's a magnetic pull. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a problem, but maybe who knows? I'm going to, maybe the Cran van you know, maybe it's hard. Maybe other people need the van. Maybe it's hard to commandeer the van. But I, to- I, I totally agree. Let's not, in our excitement, let's not lose our critical lens. So we, <laughs> the mystery of where is Cran is solved. But this sort of second mystery or like mystery 1.5 of why isn't Cran absolutely everywhere? The case is, what's the opposite of the case is hot? I don't know. The case is still open. Still open. I would also like to point out that, so the location of Cran 
under the stairs of the Miwasan Valley Authority was very close to my if you had to guess, because my if you had to guess was Cran is at the MVA building. Your if you had to guess was that Ken had been kidnapped. Your if you had to guess was that Cran had been cranapped and is being currently held on the Barry Barn grounds. How do you feel about your theory now? Well, you know, I think that if Saskatoon's Barry Sask did exist, Cran would be missing. Just that is jealousy. Like you can't, I've brought, I've deepened my appreciation of Cran just over that interview. Um, and I think that any and all other mascots in the Saskatoon mascot ecosystem, they're jealous of Cran. So yeah. I stand by this. Like if he's not kidnapped now, he'll, he'll be kidnapped. Cran after. This is amazing. Like political <laughs> response. <laughs> Sure, I was totally wrong, but I'd like to say that if I were right, I would be extremely right. Another mystery was, what are the origins of Cran? When was Cran born? I, I had guessed that Cran was from the early 80s, and this seems to be correct. It's like you just have this innate sense of Cran, yeah. you know? Exactly. But yeah, I mean, good guess. And we, and we, and we did hear uh, a little bit more about the educational kind of underpinning it's funny yeah, thinking think... of Cran as a 39-year-old. Probably, I don't know, like going out for dinner. Yeah, I'm almost a 39-year-old. We do more than just go to dinner. <laughs> what do you do? Steph, as an almost 39-year-old, what, what do you do? I, would... I have the occasional beer and then curse myself the next day for my tiny little headache. That's what Cran is up to these days. <laughs> Sleeping it off under the stairs. Your, if you had to guess, uh, was that Cran sort of co-evolved perhaps alongside the California Raisins. That didn't come up in the interview, I wouldn't say. Again, if he were to have done that, that would have been absolutely correct. We don't know what that, illust what that uh, early originator of Cran was thinking. Probably that. Exactly. Yeah. Darren, uh, Darren, I'll have to remind myself of his last name, but the, the, the Cran dad who conceived of Cran and thought of Cran, maybe he, who knows, maybe his walls are plastered with California raisin posters. We, we can't know. Darren, again, if you're out there, please contact us. In all sincerity, we would love to hear more about what, what you were thinking at the time that you pitched Cran because the world's best idea. Another mystery was, is there more Cran stuff that I can have? So, obviously, during their Cran investigation, they were able to unearth quite a bit of Cran, you know, Cran paraphernalia, Cran recordings, Cran memorabilia, and they made reference to, like, the Cran tattoos and, and other Cran sort of stuff. So I think, I think there's stuff around there. The part of the mystery that I consider ongoing is, can I please, please have it? And I don't know, maybe I didn't push, maybe I didn't push hard enough on that. You know, like, as... um generous that Amber and Erica were of their knowledge of Cran, I suspect they would be a little bit hoarding of the Cran paraphernalia. Yeah. They love Cran too. They're going to keep that sweet Cran, <laughs> sweet Cran swag for themselves. This, uh, this, <laughs> this outro is becoming a lot more negative towards our <laughs> gracious interviewees than I <laughs> could have ever imagined. Well, we can cut that out. I mean, we did hear that. Uh, no, I think, Eric we leave, I think we leave it in. I think this is a call to action for them to give me the stuff. <laughs> like, it, this is just my own curiosity, but what do you think Cran, what in your mind was Cran going to sound like? To hear Cran's voice. My God, we heard Cran's voice. Not what I expected Cran to sound like at all. Not at all. Not um, at all. Um, sort of more of like a derpy derp or derp voice like maybe a little bit more of like a kermity voice or like a like a more of a cute voice less of like a uh new york auto mechanic voice i guess i was picturing more more of like an what i like to call the egg voice when someone kind of talks like this uh like an egg voice right that's what i yeah i also was expecting the same like yeah i didn't think he would sound like this i didn't think he was gonna sound like that <laughs> And what a contrast to Wendy, the narrator. Yes, Wendy. Sounded sometimes a bit seductive. I liked her. I thought she was cool. That was a mystery. How Cran, like the sound of Cran's voice is a mystery we didn't even ask to solve. And yet we solved it. A testament to our amazing skills. Um, the amazing sleuthing skills of our Cran historians. Absolutely. A, fi a final thought that you offered uh, just before we spoke with Amber and Erica was that you were troubled as to why Cran is a cranberry 
and and not a Saskatoon berry. Yeah, and and why why is it Cran and not Sask? Saskatoon berry Sask. Yeah, I had just wondered why we had bypassed the obvious choice. Yeah. They definitely explained the appropriateness of that choice, which, you know, I wasn't necessarily questioning, but they covered that. I feel like they came in guns blazing with great context around why cran, cranberry, cranberry cran is, is a cranberry. <laughs> that sentence didn't quite work. I came away with a really deep deep appreciation for yeah. the choice i'm gonna look for the high bush cranberry i'm gonna familiarize myself with what it looks like and i'm gonna see if i can find one and i'm gonna eat every berry i see until i discover the one that is cran um oh i need to i think and this is this is tough for me because this is blowing a bit of a myth out of the water for me but as we'll recall in the interview and as we've been calling cran this whole time I definitely thought Cran's name was Cranberry Cran. And I don't know if you picked up on this, but during the interview, they referred to Cran as Cranberry. First name Cran, last name Berry. My first reaction was to be upset because I really like, I have so many notepads that say from the desk of Cranberry Cran. Now those notepads are useless. <laughs> I'm going to throw them in the dump. <laughs> it's earth shattering. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, uh, this is much like the response we got to our Blackstrap Garbage Mountain, where a lot of folks were pretty crushed mm -hmm. by our conclusions that it wasn't garbage. Mm -hmm. So we are, in fact, a lot more about crushing dreams around here than we want to admit. And when you live uh, in service of the pursuit of truth, this is just, sometimes you just have to deal with this stuff. Collateral damage. <laughs> totally. So on that somber note... Um... <laughs> Do we think this mystery is solved? Yeah, but I still think there's something there about why Cran's not out and about as much as we'd like. But yeah, um, but, but no, I I I, I jest. Uh, there again, those Cran experts took us through a deep history, a deep dive into Cran, and uh, solved every mystery we had and more. I totally agree. Yeah, I I came away so ultra satisfied <laughs> with our new knowledge. Um, about this most amazing mascot and and presence in our in our city. I feel like the the mysteries that linger are mysteries. They're not deficits in our understanding of Cran. They're just like opportunities to learn more. I can't wait to go do Cran justice in the way I live my life and, <laughs> and hopefully see Cran soon out and about on the town. Possibly as Cran's handler. Okay. Do you think I would ever be allowed to embody Cran? It sounded like they were pretty desperate. Maybe I could become a deemed employee of the Miwasan Valley Authority for but a day and have this experience. See through Cran's eyes or Cran's mouth might be more accurate. 